Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Let's go fly a kite and tell me you're sorry. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. It doesn't matter what she apologizes for. He just needs her to say sorry. Like, I'm sorry I stepped on your shoe. Boy, I have never seen someone with more fragile feelings in my life. He, it, boy, I wondered if this all would be fixed if they were, or better if they were just two women that he wasn't able to say as a man, as a, just, just say, you hurt my feelings. He can't. If he said that, that would solve so, well, no, you know he's what, still though? terrible. I don't but. think, I don't think she herself could even validate that because she thinks she's right and he needs to be right all the time, and he needs her to apologize and slightly grovel, um, like he kind of did. <laughs> he does want to because they'll. It's Wait, so are you funny. talking about Naughty Day Fiance or what your no, exes what need I, to do? What I prefer. <laughs> but you love it when what, they grovel. I love it, especially on their knees. <laughs> um, uh. I also want to apologize. We're going to go back to this in a second. I want to apologize to all of our audience for missing when you said uh, this. I think it was this one was the watch along. We recorded a watch along, uh-huh. and you said you were talking about everything, everywhere, all everywhere, everything. I always mess this up. Everything, Every, everything everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. And I missed an opportunity to say that's what they called me in college. You did, you and did. that is a failure. That's a failure. I'm going to apologize to our audience. And I'm saying the joke now does not redeem me for it, but no, it almost kind of makes it worse. I know. <laughs> I'm saying now it should have been 
Have you seen everything everywhere all at once? That's what they called me in college. Hey, boys, it's everywhere. It should have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's kind of sad <laughs> now, actually. Anyway, back to Violet and Riolet. Uh, this is reality gaze. I, I just want to say the funniest thing about all of this, he's like, so you don't have anything else to say to me? No, you, so you, you're fine. Okay, okay that's fine. I'm fine okay. with it. I'm fine with it. I, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm, Wait, that, did, you, that, did you say something? So, what, did you, did you, did, it sounded like I'm sorry. No. <laughs> this is maddening. This man is exhausting He's to be exhausting. with. He is exhausting. He just, because he, y'all, he apologized so she would. That's the only it's, reason. He didn't, he didn't, that was not a meaningful apology. I don't think it was a meaningful apology no. at all. Now, is she being squirrely with details? 100%. Yes. She's not an angel. Yeah. But, boy, this behavior is never going to change for him. No. He is always going to need her to say, if he if if he apologizes, all I can do is stare at you, open that Sprite bottle. <laughs> while I'm, but I'm trying to be really God, <laughs> You know what? Every time I start talking. I'm bad at that. <laughs> and you're right. I'm going to be better about that. Because I was trying to be, and the bottle wouldn't come off. <laughs> Y'all, every time I start talking and he goes to do something, you're it right. steals focus in the worst way. Well, I keep thinking, I forget sometimes we're on video. Welcome to our intimate portrait. Hello. If you're on audio, you're right. I'm going to be better at that. Wait, do it. Wait till the time when you were actually talking. No, I'm feeling, no, I'm, yes, I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling like I want to compromise because you shamed me for something and our audio engineer told you it was you and not me that was messing up and I'm having the best week ever. Frank, you're going to pay for that. That's not how we do things to your reality gaze. It was great. Anyway, yeah. so now Poodle's Poodle's on edge, y'all. The fucking didn't work. But this is reality gaze. This is reality gaze. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll talk, I'm Maddie we'll, and that's we'll, Poodle. We'll talk, hello. We'll talk much more about Riley, Riolet. In just a second, but um, a couple of announcements. Um, uh, we did a collab very recently. We did kind of an interview, actually, like very, very, very Barbara Walters of us. Yeah, I don't know. With Barbara, noted but... producer, uh, media mogul. I'm going to call her that. Jessica Sebastian. Jessica Sebastian Dying. Which, of course, these two queens with Christine Dye. We, we started singing Fan of the Opera to her. Um, and she's a very nice, beautiful Lovely British, British woman. Lovely British woman. And just kind of stared at us and blinked. No, she no, laughed. No, she was very kind. She got it. Um, but she, she is the uh, showrunner for a show. Not showrunner. Executive producer. EP of a show called The Marriage Pact on the Roku channel. And yes. I'm going to say... I, you know, I hate most everything um, that I watch. Mm -hmm. I liked this show. I and really I liked, liked the it. concept. I've only watched one episode so far. You've watched more of it than I I've have. I've watched four now. You can, you, you don't have to have a Roku to watch this or you don't no. have to have, you don't even have to pay for Roku. You don't even have to have an account. I just went to the it's website. It's like a library it. card. You just have to have a name. It, um, it is. And you have to register your email and it's free. You have to watch with commercials, but, but not a lot. They're quick, um, and y'all. The idea is these are people. Some of these people uh, are friends who've had a marriage pact that they're going to get married in their thirty. 
this concept I've never understood. You don't understand. It. Let me explain this. Y'all don't know a marriage pact where you're drunk at a bar with your best friend. And you said, look, this is when you were 22 and you thought you had to be married by, by the time you were 30. Not familiar. And you say, if we're not married by 30. You want to get married and have a kid together. You go, yeah, let's do it. Well, this show is actually bringing together uh, people that have made that. Some of them have actually dated before and broke yeah. up. Some of them have been friends for 20 years and have no physical connection. Are going to see. And some of them are 22. Some of them are 22. And as <laughs> and as his girlfriend says, we can't sleep together at night because that's when the devil does his work. Uh, in the same bed. Can't do it. I would totally have tried to bang that guy yeah, in a bonfire. He was, uh, it's it's really it's a uh, the production team on this are people that have worked on The Bachelor and also people showrunner worked on Love Is Blind and Bachelor and Married at um, First Sight yeah Married at First Sight so y'all it's really um, it's really smart I thought Roku what kind of, and honestly it looks like something you would see on Netflix it looks yeah. gorgeous and it's we're not really being well paid done. to say this either no because we met through basically we have a mutual contact and they reached out and said hey we think you'd love to cover this show and I, and I want to advocate just don't have the for, time because of Matt Sharp you know, and I want to advocate for shows that are saying they're saying something different in the especially marketplace especially shows that are that are helmed and ran and created by, by women, women. Yeah. this is because this is a show female showrunner in yeah. this too uh, so anyway it was it, it I really really like it. I really like the. Uh, I kind of skipped forward because I wanted to watch the end before we did interview. So I watched the first three episodes and then the ending. There's some gagged and goop moments and people are fucking messy. It's good. and there's a woman named Grace who kind of talks like this. <laughs> who gets really angry at everybody. <laughs> but I I love her. And then Marianne is like, I can't. Our age is such a big difference. And she's only six years older. Yeah. So but wait, but you know what I will say? She feels. 20 years older because she's she acts older oh, than yeah. her age even though she doesn't look it he acts younger than his age yeah I love her though yeah and I like him I'm worried you know what we're not recapping that show I could go no. into it all now so the marriage pact on Roku TV Roku TV all out. you need is an email and we're gonna have I think it probably already dropped by the time you saw this it's already on our public feed our our, our interview with uh, Jessica so you can check that out yeah Another collab, more collab news. Some of you have wanted us to do this for a long time, and we've just never gotten together with scheduling. We did a – jeez, I can't look at my phone. There's too many things coming through. A lot we, of dicks? No, unfortunately. All oh. work stuff. Um, <sighs> it's Wednesday. We did a collab with Hollywood Crime Scene, Rachel and Desi. Uh, it was great. My, I, you know, I hope they cut out the part where you admitted to murdering someone. Because that's going to come back to get you when we recorded that. That could have been used against me in <laughs> some way. That I, wasn't I hope, hopefully, our 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 people have cut that. Yeah. I, I was in the moment. Um, well, it did happen during sex. So. Crime of passion. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. But they're they're so much fun. We've been they've been friends for a while, mm -hmm. and we've been we've been wanting to do something. And so I know you, a lot of you guys also listen to that podcast. Yeah. So but, we're um, excited to do that. We had a lot of fun talking Broadway and and some scandals and Gay any, stuff. anything else we talked about. Uh, I'm sure that was funny. We haven't recorded it. Yet. <laughs> we haven't recorded it, yet. <laughs> but we're going but to. But by the time <laughs> you you're listening. <laughs> We have. We have. See how that works? See how that works. Um, 
Also, uh, well, actually, this by the time you're listening, in just a few days, in on Monday, Tuesday, we'll be in Denver for podcast movement in with Mary Payne uh, and Pink Docu Sweeties. Uh, yeah, Pink Shade and Docu Sweeties. Chris and Wall will all be there. We're doing the panel, so we might have some collabs if we're if we all don't get too drunk at the pool, we might podcast together. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, I got a lot of uh, business associates I need to contact. Oh, in Denver. Yeah. Okay. Mile High City, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Um, um, anything else? I think uh, Plathville, September 5th. Y'all, Darfield is a hit. <laughs> She's not of the moment. She is the, the moment. Mo Barbie? Who's Barbie? Who's Barbie? <laughs> Darfield. <laughs> Y'all, just join the movement. It's not worth... It's not worth fighting. No. Can't, like Leanne Rhymes says, can't fight the moonlight. You can't, you can't fight, fight the, the Darfield. No. Uh, and just so you know, Darfield, we finally are. Uh, I'm going to have a little bit more time in September. Um, and one of the things I want to work on is just revamping our merch. Yeah. Um, and a Darf Darfield merch will be coming. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with Darfield, what have you even been doing Go with to your our life? Instagram and TikTok. Our Instagram will show you the creation of Darfield. Our TikTok is is also there. You actually did a TikTok meme about Last Resort. Oh, and it went viral, and it was well kind done. of like a Swaylu. I <laughs> true, like me in Denver. <laughs> Something went viral. You watched that last resort. I'm I gonna, did. I'm gonna. Um. I'm definitely right now. We've got. We're going to. Um. We've got Denver. Then we're going to be traveling to New York to do some meetings. So, we're. But, but instead, uh, Kim from Cray Cray and I are going to do some stuff, and some other podcasters will reach out. So I will be. Not every episode, but I will be doing actual yeah. episodes about Last Resort. I'm um, going to be surreptitiously watching and saying I'm not. So I, I think that's what a lot of people are going to do. I, I will not be podcasting about this show. I will be talking about it occasionally. Did you enjoy it, the episode? Um, enjoy is an interesting word. <laughs> I mean, it really is just the last I, 15 minutes or what's I was gooped. Uh, you didn't at even mostly see Kalani, At mostly Kalani covering her mouth and still vomiting out. What she did because y'all Kalani had a hall pass. <laughs> yeah, Asuelu gave Kalani a hall pass, and she used it. She you used heard it, y'all. She she gave well, the hall pass she was for took kissing. Took it in. The hall pass was for kissing, but she decided to. She fuck. upgraded. <laughs> yeah, y'all. And, and no, sorry, a hall pass is a hall pass. I really believe that. What do you mean a hall pass is a hall pass? You, if someone gives you a hall pass, that's that's a hall pass. It's redeemable for anything. It's not like you need to have a punch card like a bunch of subs. That's a hall pass. Wow, doesn't matter. You write that in the um, in the wheel. That's do in the you? poodle handbook. Oh yeah, yeah. Hall pass is a hall pass. It don't matter what hap what it, what you done for it. I was proud of her. I, it's probably the first time she had an orgasm because apparently Asuelu's not doing it. <laughs> she, she even said, when you're with a woman, it's important that she also finishes. And he, <laughs> and he like, was like, what? What? What do you mean? Um, anyway. I will say I'm... It was shocking. I'm shocking that they're talking about I'm excited about watching uh, them go on a 
boat excursion, but Angela brings Michael on a iPad. iPad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's absurd. It's absurd. Um, I could not care less about uh, Pratt and Liz. Could not care Small less. Small Ed, as Yara says. Um, I fast forward him. They, they make me very uncomfortable. Molly and Kelly aren't together anymore, but I still am interested watching them because we kind of don't know what happened to them. It's just like we heard they broke up. So I feel there's like a, we're, there's a lot of venom. That there's they a lot of have. animosity. Yeah. Yeah. And so you kind of see, I, this is my prediction. Everybody says Jovi and Yari don't, don't have problems. I think a bombshell is going to be dropped from that relationship. My theory is it's one, or, one of two things. I think uh, she's on birth control. Not telling him. Yep. I think it's that. Or she's, they already bought that apartment. They already bought that she, apartment. She bought yeah. that apartment. There, I think there's going to be a, people are saying, they're fine. Mark my words, y'all. I think she's always, I think Yara always has an exit strategy. She took a couple classes that at the Little Sky <laughs> Institute. <laughs> she did. That is, that is like, that's like number two. That is number two. Always have an exit plan. Right under deny, deny, deny. Right. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. <laughs> Anyway, always have a back door. I'm devouring in your back it. door. <laughs> I'm because we're and I not might be talking to him. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. We will be talking about it occasionally. We are not recapping the whole thing. No, 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 no. Where'd they get these therapists too? They all look like they came out of a catalog. Um, they're all they're very. Um, one woman is more of a traditional therapist. Another woman is uh, a. Uh, trauma therapist which yeah. is needed yeah, for 90 definitely. day fiance and then one guy is i forget the name of it it's called like temperance therapy yeah yeah that's what it's called i had never heard of that that was not something that was just that when i studied psychology or temperament therapy temperament therapy all right let's move on uh, that's, that's all it's all it's all riolet let's talk let's, about riolet um so i can buy my girl flowers until she says i'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> It's so funny. You you said let's go fly a kite, and mine was going to be something <laughs> about flowers. But still, she needs to say I'm sorry. sorry. Um, I he Violet walks up to the. She just walks in the the bakery I'm full kind on of a fan. <laughs> to be honest, look, y'all. I think. Riley got so terrible. We all, I think some people are forgetting and thinking Violet's like this saint. No, she's Y'all not. remember, she can get kind of gross too. Yeah. And she walks in and she's very distraught. But I feel like this is a little bit of her just wanting him to feel like utter shit. Yeah. And putting it on. Did you get that feeling? She, or? she needs to, well, I think what she's dealing with is, you know, we talk about a lot of, I said when someone says you disrespected me, yeah. she feels a lot of shame um, for the way that woman he the, the his his sister slash friend um, talked to her, uh, and and I agree he it would it would it would bother me if someone says answer her answer her like oh, that oh yeah. And it was terrible. And also, I still will never get over him saying "beat it" to her. That was gross. If anyone, I don't know why that triggered me so bad. If anyone ever said that to me, 
any any time, I would never talk to them again. What if you were in a leather swing and covered in boy butter? Different context. Okay. Completely. <laughs> different, different context. Like, gladly be The it. addition of boy <laughs> butter changes everything. They should be a sponsor by now. I, I'm... It's one of I'm gonna reach life's out. mysteries. I'm going to reach out to them. Why not? The what fact if we that got free the, lube? Though the fact that the boy butter comes in something that looks like a country crock actual tub. My brother almost put it on bread. Why don't you travel with it? Uh, they should make it smaller. To go to Oklahoma and use cheap lube? They should make it smaller. I know. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. You missed that one. I prefer a perf little one that looks like a perfume bottle. You can so travel you can it. Keep it on the counter and dab it on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, what were we saying? So he unblocked her. <laughs> that, that made me like, he's like, so I unblocked her. Like children. Yeah. So he's like, if we need, I, I want her to, we, so we both acknowledge our roles and what happened. I want to say this again. And, and if you were one of these people, think about why you're doing it. If you're apologizing and and if you're apologizing because or hoping or really almost going to demand that the other person apologize, like you're only apologizing so the other person will say, I'm sorry. That's not an accurate apology. No, you, you're not really contrite. No, but that's what he wants. That is exactly what he wants, because yeah. even when he's talking, he, he said, she says, I wish you would have protected me. He's like, you're right. I should have protected you. And then but anything I should have say. But she does say to him, she goes, yeah, your apology is not enough <laughs> before he even does his shitty stuff. She's our and and she and he said, well, are you saying this is virgin on my fault? And that's where she's like, yes. And he finally figures out that. She says, and he later says he doesn't believe it, and honestly, I don't either. She says that he's misunderstood, that she gets confused because of the language barrier, and that if he needs to talk to her about something serious and has questions for her, the reason she's dodged these questions because she didn't know what he was saying, and she needs I, him to translate. I think, I, I don't want to be super skeptical of it because it could be that. It does seem convenient. It does seem convenient. Um, Y'all, because... I'm the same way when I'm in a foreign country and I may not know what's happening if I'm stopped by the cops. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. You said Deny. that to a guy you fucked from Iowa. Exactly. He was talking. He said, I, I can't understand I didn't you. know the customs here. <laughs> Get the corn out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so. I've never been to Iowa. I bet the guys are cute there. Have you? I have not. Not been. We're not going. I right do now. have a shirt that's in the shape of Iowa that says "Welcome to Ohio," though. Oh, um, so Riley says. So is this whole conversation is going to be about like uh, I'm apologizing and you have no fault? <laughs> He's like, I just need to know. I just need to know. <laughs> it, it was such a shit. Like, there's a better way to do that. He could have said, you know. I want us to look at a lot. If he had said something, but he doesn't have the emotional intelligence of when there's a breakdown. Often, both parties have a responsibility. Do we? Let's talk about our responsibility yeah. in this and take out the word fault. But no, he it, he is he is a fucking thirteen year old boy. Yeah, and he's saying, "Oh, I'm just asking. I'm just asking, y'all. If people talk like that, they're not just asking. They're no. wanting something from you. Yeah. Come on." Yeah. And anyway, so and he's like, well, how can we move forward? And she said, I'm willing to answer any question in, you have in writing. Do you think that was honest? She says that. Yeah. 
Um, That's why I kind of believed her. I think she'll answer the question. I just don't know if she'll answer it truthfully. truthfully. Hmm. Yes, that's fair. Because I think that, because I, you brought though, I did believe her in that moment. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be there for another four days. So she wants to take him to the Buddhist temple. And the next day, and she even says that this, I feel like this was honest. She said, I just want a man who will love me, take care of me, and protect me. Because remember, she did not have that before. Mm-hmm. And she's a woman in her, I think she's 40? At least. Yeah. This is a woman with two daughters, two mm-hmm. older, daughters, older daughters. And so this is not uh, your textbook 20-something-year-old Asian woman that we do see a lot. No. Um, it's and, not a David Annie thing. Or... And this ha- this is someone who's lived a life, who's trying to do something different now, and she is. She knows what she wants, and she's not going to really bend over. Or if she does, it'll be for a price. It'll be for a price. <laughs> like the Blue Sky <laughs> Handbook says. Not that we've bent if over. If you do bend over, quote the price first. Quote the price first. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Then they go kite flying, and they're in the park. It's crowded. It's fun. It is a little weird that she brings this up here, but it's 90 Day Fiance, which is the, the 90 Day Fiance, y'all. One of the tenets of 90 Day is to talk about important things in inappropriate places. Yeah. So she brings up the money thing of basically, she's, if well, I come, can you sponsor me? She says it, support me, really. Uh, how She's like, how much do you have in your bank account? And I immediately went... Which for us in America, we don't say. We don't say that. Riley, though, he answered. He's like, I've got $100,000. It's not all. That's not a ton. He's like, but I make broke look good. Um, I wouldn't like hearing that, but I know what he's meaning. Um, He can stretch a dollar. He's saying I can support you and your daughters. Um, uh, And then... He's like, but I, I want to talk about it enough, but I hope that you'll be honest with me. Sorry. I hope that because I've just been honest with you, another quid pro quo here that he says, I've just, since I've just done this for you, it's all transactional. It, 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 it's like he's in fourth grade and just learned what compromise was. Yeah, and it's like he's saying, my teacher, Mrs. Uh, Sherborne, talked about compromise, and I'm going to give a little, and then you give a little. Like but, he thinks it's that basic, but he's thinking of it as like the Louise or the the Missouri Compromise, like yeah. it's a political treaty, yes, or a land treaty. Like we're going to give up this part of Alaska, Seward, and we're going to give you this, like a instead, po- like a poodle marriage, exactly. And that, but that, this is emotion, yeah. and it, and it has nothing to do. But what he's wanting is he wants to win so bad. He wants to make her, her acknowledge his winning. I think there is that, but I also think he just can't say it. I think underneath all of that, it, uh, she really hurt his feelings, mm-hmm. and he wants an acknowledgement of his pain. And he can't, uh, he can't he, say he that. needs, he needs her to say, I'm sorry without, yeah, because it does, it backfires on him. Cause he says, when we had the fight and you texted my father, he said, it was the way he worded. He said, I want to know that you were, 
regret that text. And she was like, I don't see any fault. This is something a long time ago that he, that he's like, just say you're sorry for anything. Are you sorry you stepped on my foot? Uh, let's play charades. I'll start first. Uh, um, I'm, it rhymes with, uh, like Laurie. Rhymes with Laurie. Come on, say it. Say it. No, not my fault. Um, he. Sewer? (laughs) And he's like, he's like, you know what I called you? You were a king kill feelings. And the thing about this is she thinks she was completely right in because this. So this woman knows how to hold a grudge. And she thinks so does this man exactly. So she thinks you know, it's completely acceptable to t- to send text to this man's in father. In a way, I wonder if they're similar in a lot of ways. Probably the way they go about conflict. If he had just said, "You hurt my feelings," and then she responded poorly to that, then he knows that she's a piece of shit. Yeah, and doesn't care about him. Agree. But now he's never going to admit it. We wish you the best. <laughs> <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great, MeUndies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, 
We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies 
Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. We're not going to resolve this today. <laughs> David and Sheila. Um, I've got to say, this is still the heart of the this, this season for me. I don't know if it's going to work out, um, but damn. Let me guess. When John Reel said, I was uncomfortable with David, but I don't feel that way anymore, and I would like to learn signs so we can talk, did you cry? I didn't cry, <laughs> but I went, this is what the show is made of. <laughs> I kind of could cry now. Um, but no, I think, you know where I where I got emotional was when he was playing like slap hand with the little kid. And he's mm -hmm. like, I realized I can't talk to him because number one, he doesn't speak English nor ASL mm -hmm. and I can't hear him, but I can play games. And that's what how my father and I communicated. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it was such a beautiful moment to see that. And I thought, your father never learned sign language? It's, yeah. Can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah. Can't imagine. That's, that's it's insane. To me. I mean, I'm not judging. It's just so. I am a little, but. I do feel like a father. Actually, I guess I am a little. I feel like if your child is born deaf, you need to learn the maybe, language to speak Maybe to there was shame associated at that time maybe and david's would, older a different time too and he went away to a school well, yeah so yeah um anyway y'all you can do it though the jelonas at ardmore little theater when they did children of a lesser god they had some deaf kids come in for the play and they <laughs> ended up uh from the deaf school in oklahoma there's a deaf school in oklahoma okay okay i was really worried that they did children of a lesser god with no deaf people <laughs> no 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 they actually okay you, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> woo <laughs> so they actually uh w contacted the oklahoma school for the deaf and so they had the kids come in and the jelonas ended up adopting when now it's been her son for 20 years, and she learned sign language. The whole family did. So just for clarity, I, anyway. st I, I hate that I have to belabor this. Yes, the same Vicky Julona who was a fish no. got a swim woman in Showboat. I need to say, did they have deaf people in the cast? Yes. Okay, that's what I was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mm -hmm. didn't make sure they, they just brought the school for the deaf in just to teach sign no, language. No, 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 they okay. were part of the show. Just clarifying. It, yeah. So it wasn't like you wearing a lot of self-tanner. Um. No, but they did that three years <laughs> later for The King and I. They did that. They did a lot Fuck, of a lot of orange, a lot of orange ankles and orange ribs. We can't do this. Well, this was there's so many shows to do with white people. Uh, it was 1996. I get it, but damn. Actually, no. I was in college. It was 1999. Mm -hmm. Anyway, well, it is Ardmore. But I judge him too. He should learn. He should learn. So we are going to the beach. Uh, and, and, and he's like, only a week after her mother's death. And I was like, it's only been a week. <laughs> it's only been a week. So they they show the, the kid bonding with David. And he's like, I do want to bond with this kid because I do want to say, because he's part of our family. Um, and they do, the, of course, he's like splashing around. And they, they, they do the Def Cam underwater sounds. Oh, yeah, they do. Which I... I the first time I saw it on Love After Lockup, 
I got it, and it was kind of like interesting. I don't mind them doing the first like maybe two or three episodes, I, but we get this it now. is episode twelve. You need to stop this. I don't think we and, get we we are seeing his experience is different than hearing adults. We get that. Mm-hmm. It now just feels like a gimmick that is manipulative. It also depends on the setting. If they were in some place where there was a lot of loud noise, like the yeah. noises were important to remind us. But yeah, I agree. Um, but now <clears throat> Sheila's mom's death made Sheila realize, though, she wants a better life for her and John right. Real. Like she doesn't want to stay poor. So I thought she was going to end up wanting to stay there and help her father. But it looks like I feel like she's getting more all in to move to the U.S. Yeah, I think for a lot of people who are in the situation the parents are like you need to go have a better life for your son so i i don't know if the parents are basically saying you need to stay and also mm. they they send money back mm. so it is more of a of a thing so there can be an income stream coming in that's true so that's uh, true it's a different it's a, you, it's it's interesting you say that it's a different kind of we would say oh but the father he, she needed to take care of her father but the fact that money's being sent home trumps all that yeah they so uh, John Real says, even the interpreters said, there swimming in the beach. <laughs> I <laughs> Look at Amy. love her. I, someone in the sissy squad posted, um, uh, uh, the, uh, said that saw them on the couch and had the interpreter and David and um, Sheila, and it said, "I thought for a second this was one of those threesomes from me, you, and my ex." <laughs> <laughs> kind of does look like it, kind of. Um, so. Uh, we find out that basically the kid says, you, you said before, I want to learn ASL so I can talk to David because I don't, I, at first I thought he was a little strange, but now I know him. And and we find out that the kids, as Sheila said, he doesn't really see his father that much because he left him. And right in just front of the kid. Left him and he's just sitting there. Just, so will you be really his second father? And in a second, David goes, yeah, he's, I want him to be part Did of our you life. Cry there and, too? A little bit. And and he said, well, I think if I, I – they asked, do you want to come to America? And he's like, no. Well, I don't want to do that. But, yes, it's important to ask them, but also, of course he doesn't want to go. His friends are there. His Yeah. Also, this, this is going to sound like a little bit like this is not taking the kids – uh, oh no! It, when you preface wants. things, it's not good for our show. It's it's Sheila's decision to do this. Oh, I that, I agree with that. Yeah, it's Sheila's decision. Uh, so I think this is a little misdirection from producers. I, agree. I think the kids want to gonna want to go. I get show him an American movie and say it's just like this, even though Omaha is not. <laughs> just lie to him. Come on. People lie to kids every day. What are you going to show him? Top Gun Maverick and say, you get to fly a plane. Maybe. <sighs> wow. Hey, you call it manipulation. I call it persuasion. Don't show him serendipity. He won't want to come. No. That, I think that takes place. No, that's in New York City. That's in New York so. City. I don't, are there a lot of movies? How many movies are there that take place in Omaha? I don't know. Omaha says sissies are going to scream at us about it. Probably not a lot. There should be a lot of songs of Omaha. You can sing it well. There's, there's, uh, there's Counting Crows. Omaha, somewhere in middle America. 
you don't know Ken and Crows, don't do you? It. At all? Like, literally, that album should have been, it was, you were born when that album was, the, the time you were born was so popular. No remember, one knew that album. I remember, don't, don't Counting Crows, they had a lot Mr. of music. Mr. Jones. That, yeah, they had squeaky music. He kind of, his voice is like, Mr. Jones and me. He's kind of squeaky. And no. And it had a lot of like, kind of music in it, right? That's no. what I think. That, the album was called August and Everything After. Ah. Uh, yeah, Why I, would I listen to Counting Crows when I'm scared of birds? <laughs> it's a bad, bad fair. <laughs> Why? But, but. He dated Adam Duritz. Literally dated Courtney Cox. He was like the uh, most famous rock star in the for the moment. Good for him. So I'm just, I'm just saying I'm appalled that you d- did not either hear that album. You know, Mr. Jones. I do. Yeah. 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 That was the big big. He single. was married to my kindergarten teacher. Was Mrs. Jones. <laughs> and in college, <laughs> you never heard that album. No, I was very focused on NSYNC. <laughs> So your friends who listen to <laughs> they might have who may jazzers. have who have, may have had some experience with music outside uh-huh. mm-hmm. country or contemporary Christian Sandy mm-hmm. Patty, mm-hmm. they didn't listen to any of that. No, I was listening to my country queens. Don't get me wrong. I feel like we grew up in a different dimension sometimes. <laughs> Even though we are 18 months apart. I had a flashback last night, though. That just reminded me. I went to go see my friend. I have a comedian from his name. is Paul Leah. He does a lot of stuff with, um, uh, you know Paul. He wants to show. He's hot. He's hot. Well, he does the stuff with that comedian, Matt Reif, who just like blew up, who's hot as well. Yeah. He is everywhere, Matt Reif. Well, they started this thing together that blew up like two years ago in the pandemic, he and Paul. So, Paul, I went to go see him at the comedy store. I took a friend. And then Paul gets off the stage, and I'm just sitting there at the comedy store, and then Adam Sandler just walks up. Oh, wow. And does a whole set. It felt very L.A. And I look over to my right, and David Space just sitting there watching his friend. Was it funny? It was funny. He told it. <laughs> he was telling this really long, rambling joke, and I was like, where the fuck is this going? And it took it about five minutes, and then he ended it, and the kicker on, the punchline was so good, I laughed for like a good straight minute. I love it. You just told us. I don't about want to tell a joke, the joke. And he was working it out. And and then you said it was a very good punchline. Well, I can't tell you the <laughs> joke because it, you know, y'all a comedy club. That's like a cone of silence. You can have no phones. They're working oh. things out. Because I used to be a stand-up comedian, so I know these things. Oh, you know, it's so sacred. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. If my eyes could roll out of my skull right now and fall across the floor, they would. He looked like he had just rolled out of bed. He always, he always looks does. like that. I kind of respect that. Remember he was like kind of really hot when he did Opera Man? Do you remember the, He kind of was it? then. He was hot and young. Yeah. He looked like the our friend um, Avi that we always flirt yeah. with. Yeah. He always yeah. he gave me Dan Cortez, too. Ooh, Dan Cortez. It? Okay, we need to move on. Love that man. Uh, Part so of my sexual awakening. He, <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're a man who watched Veronica's Closet, you're gay now. Our intern Frank is just going. Doesn't know who any and, of these and, people he's like, are. Who the fuck is Veronica's Closet? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. We're gonna move on. He's just this is good. He's gonna Google Veronica's Closet and go, "What the fuck is this? This is good. How was this? How was?" 
is this ever on? Kirstie Alley? Who the fuck is this? I'm 24. She's dead. <laughs> that, that's sad. She's dead. She's she a Scientologist. Mm. Yeah. And said really horrible things. So I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying no. she deserved to die. Okay. But, you know. I'm just I, letting, I, you, I'm just, the letting said you sit the in that. Yeah, they, yeah the that's said the better. Right. How about we should that? move on. So David's like, we should have a good time. Come to the U.S. Come to the U.S. It'll and be just like the movie. Just like, and she says, do you have extra room in your house? And David kind of sidesteps it. He's like, well, we'll definitely move somewhere else if you come over. And she's, he's like, well, we'll we'll get a bigger apartment. How I want to look up how much a two bedroom is in Omaha. Keep talking. Uh, Omaha is a kind of a. It's definitely the most metropolitan place in Nebraska. Um, I think it's more diverse than the rest of the state for sure. Let's see. Well, these look very nice. These are like frou-frou, but these he, are like $1,700. He does say that she's like, I'm concerned. He's like, will you promise not to hurt us? And he said, I crossed my heart. That was very I cried sweet. a little bit at that, too. You know, they would have to live outside of the city, kind of up by Bennington. Um, I don't know where that is. Or Waterloo. But they could get something for like $1,300. Okay. He could probably afford that. He makes 800 a week. Yeah. So, I mean, technically your rent's supposed to be, what is it? It's supposed to be... 30% or less of your financial This is hardly boring. Yeah, I'm depressed, too. <laughs> Just because so many people in America, like 50% of their I, income I, goes to rent I know. Here. I'm saying it's horribly boring I just that you're calculating that. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm sad. Gino and Jasmine. Oh. Gino. Gino, let me get your nose hair. Oh, Gino. <laughs> and Coco's going, Gino. <laughs> I will watch them trim their nose hair every day of the week. <laughs> I'm here for it. Gino, you're the only person I trust to trim my nostrils. Now, Gino, come inside me, Gino. Come. Okay. And the image that... She does say, I can breathe better. (laughs) 
you can't breathe better when you trim. If, if you breathe better after you, you trim gotta your nose you got to have braided nose hairs. That's that's intense. It's a briar wood in your fucking nostrils. Um, and it, later on, I guess since Coco was rooting around in the luggage, uh, Coco found Gino's blue pill stash. It's oh yeah, she wants to fuck him so badly. It's like, Gee, I liked it when Gino's just walking around with a lipstick <laughs> all over his face. I, it looks kind of like you when you have your hickeys. Yes, you will never get me to disavow this couple. I will always love them. Regardless, uh, don't say that because yeah, you're right. Famous last Never words. Works. There's people we love, and then they so end up proving us wrong. They uh, later on, uh, she's like, Gino, you've been able to reach climax with me each time. <laughs> it's Gino, I'm so happy when you climax. I'm so happy when you jeez inside me. of me. It makes me feel like a woman. Uh, again, ironically, actual things that are said on television. I like a little bit of a woman when a man climaxes in me. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I definitely Frank, scream in my high voice like a Frank. <laughs> Frank, your call from HR <laughs> is routed to my phone, so it will probably go to voicemail. <laughs> so when you need to make that call, leave the message carefully. That was a high note. It was. It was kind of pretty. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> it never is pretty when I try. No. Yeah. That's the, that's those the, that's just that's life. <laughs> it's never pretty when you try. That is life. It's pretty when it's inadvertent. Yeah, that's true. Now they're so they go walking and Gino's like, uh, oh, do you you look pregnant? Do you think you're pregnant? This just, was you're calling me fat. This is just producer initiated. It felt like to me. So let's talk about this. Do you, we have never heard them want to talk about having a kid before. I if we do, I don't remember it. I mentioned it the first season. I believe but Gino. They have not revisited this. I do believe him. I believe that he does want me a child. Too. Um, she has, I didn't, I didn't know she had two. She has two, not one, two boys. Thank God she has boys. Doesn't it, doesn't Imagine it say she that? Had a girl. No, absolutely not. Doesn't, are we still supposed to believe she's 34? I'm scared of Jasmine, and I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> I, I, there's no way. There's no way she's 34 years old. I plead the fifth, and I don't want her to um, <laughs> listen. If and she's, come if she's in the country, the door. I don't want her to come to Los Angeles and just mortal combat my throat and just pull my spine out. Yeah. I'm not afraid of many people, but I'm afraid of Jasmine. One hundred percent. Um, and he's she says, but Gina, ah, uh, what would would you do? What would you do right now if you I told you I did not want a baby? And he's like, well, uh, uh, I'm I, 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 I'd be happier with a baby. You wouldn't uh, be happy with me, Gino. You wouldn't. You can't handle me, Gino. I can't handle children. It's chaos. Which I bet. I laughed, but at the same time, I thought, we don't know anything about the father. No. And I bet it probably was a lot of jazz. I feel like it was Jasmine raising her. Did she raise her kids on her own? I'm not sure. I know she's had help. I don't want to say I anything because I don't are, know how clear the I believe they involved. are with, they're living with her mother. So I think so too. Yeah. And so that makes me think it probably was a lot of, that was a lot of stress for her. So it's probably, she, I don't think this conversation they actually had where, 
he talks about his family will be there. And yeah. also, he wants to retire early, and he wants to be there to be home, take care of the baby. Either A, I don't know if she fully understands all that, or B, she's worried that if Gino retires early, does that mean she has to work? She won't work. Ever. Come on. She's not. Hopefully, he does not think Jasmine's going to go to the U.S. and get a job. No. That's never going to happen. She's going to do her OnlyFans. But here's the thing I was just thinking about uh, with this couple. When we start to get into the practicalities and particulars Mm -hmm. is when this storyline becomes not funny anymore and not fun because we remember that Jasmine has two small children or two children. It's like everything on 90 Day Fiance. If you think about it too much, it's sad. And the fact that I don't know how often her ex sees them. Um, but you'd have to deal with a custody agreement then. Yeah. And I don't know. I think this is a very dangerous place for the show to skirt. And it makes me uncomfortable because I think we'd have to really uncover a lot more things about her divorce and things like that. It's like when one of my favorite Sean Cody porn stars was arrested for murder. Can't watch him anymore. Ruined it. It's too. You don't want the details. Right? But you kind of do. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of want to know. No. You kind of no. want to know because you're like, then you're watching them. No, I couldn't do that Put anymore. it to somebody. No. And it takes on a whole different meaning. No, it is a little bit. Have you seen that? Maybe that's just me. I, that, I mean, I agree with you a little bit. Did you see that video of Trixie Mattel and Katya talking about Chirac? It's the porn star Chirac. No. Uh, basically, this feels niche. It's very niche. <laughs> he's a very he's a very popular gay porn. He's actually probably my favorite gay porn star. Okay, right I didn't need to know, but go but ahead. anyway, he gets. But I, t- she tells this thing. She's like, he's like choking people, throw them up against the wall. She's like, I don't want that in my real life, but I want it in my porn. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't want that in my life either. But I kind of want it in my porn. It was funny. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't I don't but... want brothers fucking in real life. <laughs> what? But I'll turn in. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Again, Frank, that HR number goes right to my phone. <laughs> um, I w- but I'll say, I want it in my porn. What is escapism for? Speaking of, I think well, we're going to talk about Barbie on the next yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, whatever we're talking about. <laughs> That's basically it. That's the show. Jasmine says, though, she says the reason she hasn't talked about kids. I love She's this. like, Gino, I haven't talked about kids with you before because you never ejaculated you never inside me. never in me. So I didn't have to worry. So now. Which is a very convenient explanation. That's, That's the, show. the show. Wow. I feel disgusting. Yeah, I'm about the same. <laughs> you guys, y'all know you can go to realitygaze.com. That's where you can find all things about us. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Shorts are short. They are. I've been looking at your <laughs> junk all episode. If you're on the intimate portrait, you're just, seeing down. Po- you're just seeing Poodle's monkey brains. Woo! <laughs> you guys, uh, I was about to say leave a five-star review, but I'm pretty sure you don't want to do I was going to say, right, keep going We're clean. We're just a two-star. Boom, boom. But you might want to say cover up your junk, Poods. Um, all right, For those everybody. of you now on the instrument portrait, Whoa. that was for my testicles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I need to go look at Dan Cortez's Instagram and think of something else. I wonder now. if he's white haired or silver haired now. Uh, he colors it sometimes and sometimes I know too much. Wow. About his wife. We need to move on. I'm, I'm friends with his wife on Sad. Instagram now. It's a thing. 
going to talk about parasocial relationships and you. So, y'all, that's the show. We call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes, and if you're into freaky deaky brother sex, convict sex, and you're not porn, where I wanted to go, but you not don't where want I wanted it to go. in your life, it makes sense. And call us. <laughs>